I'm Joshua Simon. I'm Sam Joe. And we are the SG Boys. That little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. This might be the first ever cross-country conversation we've ever had on the SG Boys, at least between the hosts. I'm in Canada, y'all. I'm in Toronto. I'm in the home of Jody Mitchell, the home of Alanis Morissette, the home of Avril Lavigne, Nelly Furtado, Justin Bieber, The Weeknd, who is now known as Abel. Insert name. Yeah. Yes. And also, let's not forget our all-time favorite, Fifi Dobson. I thought you were going to say Celine Dion. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Celine. Oh, my God. Celine Dion. But, you know, I mean, I'm not going to bother those people who are taking a break right now, right? Celine and um, Sean Mendes, of course. Like, you know, my honey. Boo. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm in Toronto right now and I'm in a car with some friends. My dear friends, Roy and Sean, who moved here. And we are driving to Niagara. Samjo's been having like this wet season in his life. So it began with Songkran. And then now you're going to Niagara Falls. Like, what is this obsession with like getting drenched and Water. the purgation aspect of it? Yeah. Yeah, no, like I was just telling, you know, Sean's mom earlier, like, I just like to get wet, you know? <laughs> It's all about lubricating, hydrating, especially when the climate is dry. You don't want to be high and dry, right? Um, no, I think it's just a coincidence. I do love me some nature, you know, because life is tough as it is, right? So we sometimes need to take time off to decompress and like recalibrate. Like we went to the beach yesterday. Um, it was clothing optional, so that was interesting. Wait, was it a nude? And uh, it was a nude beach. Yeah, but they don't call it nude beach. Like it's it's a very um PC term, right? They call it clothing optional. So you could take off your clothes and no one's gonna bend an eyelid. We need to do like a SG Boys abroad special. We do. I, I really yeah, I don't know. No, totally. Let's do like a, a little like fun trip, like road trip or something. It doesn't have to be too far. We can just go to Malaysia, hey. Pink Pink Dot just happened here in Singapore, but you were away. Do you want to sort of just share with everyone your colorful adventures while you were abroad? I told myself, like, I need to take a break in June. Like, you know, I've been so busy and I wanted to just make sure that I have time to myself. So I planned a trip and it coincided with Pink Dot, unfortunately. But um, I got to, you know, to look on the bright side of things. I got to see Toronto Pride, which was amazing. I mean, it was my first Pride outside of Singapore. We can talk about this more, hopefully, like in... in you know, maybe another episode or something, but yeah. it was really eye-opening. What really struck me was, you know, you see photos of like, you know, the rainbow flags and everything, but I, I didn't know that, you know, the parade goes on for so long, like it's hours and hours. And there's so many groups and, you know, minorities within minorities being represented, like intersectionality. So, for example, there was one contingent that was all about grey pride. So not gay pride, but grey pride, like grey pride. And it's not Fifty Shades of Grey. It's not about that. It's about like, you know, celebrating seniors, like, you know, aging in great with grace. Oh. And, you know, like you can be LGBTQ and like, you know, and old and, 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 and still enjoying life, right? You know, and so I thought that was really sweet because, I mean, we're all headed in that direction. And, and as that is going on, mind you, like around the corner on the street, there are people with loudspeakers protesting pride. No. So we literally okay. like walked past. No, we literally walked past this guy with, with like a loudspeaker, and he was saying like, "All of you all need to repent. Like you know, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and like you know, um, or he will smite you, <laughs> something along those lines." 
yeah and it was it was kind of like you know depressing but then of course you go like yeah thank goodness like you know there is there is something like pride and and then the work continues and it's not yeah okay. don't any, ever take anything for granted i guess is what i'm seeing i i think for a long time it was very much a let, let's catch up to america you know like singapore is 2020 like whatever you know like we need to get with the program and like treat people better and all that but then now it's it's it, i think hearing like how tensions are in other territories as well um it's 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 really not just a singapore thing anymore it's like it's an everyone thing For sure. which is why today we have a very special guest that'll be joining the show um it, it's also a conversation that we had cross country and and this yeah. is a brilliant opportunity um that we had with uh maxi and maxi is the only Asian representing Philippines in Queen of the Universe. Woo woo! Which is obviously for y'all who don't watch it, it is the, uh, I think, first drag queen singing reality TV competition. Yeah. So of it, course it, we have American of that, but this is like, you know, drag queen singing and not lip syncing. Yeah, they're singing for their lives and and it's um there's a lot of emphasis on singing. There's also obviously a lot of emphasis on drag. Michelle Visage is one of the judges. You've got Mel B and we have like oh a my- what what fifth degree connection to Mel B. <laughs> yes, manifest. You need to come on our show sometime. Well, uh, you can watch Queen of the Universe uh now both seasons 1 and 2 on Wild Presents. Um and Maxi is in season 2. Uh, so this is a Zoom call that we had with Maxi Anderson. Let's roll the clip! So we're thrilled to have you on as a guest. Uh, Samjo actually just started drag, so I'm going to let him... Yeah, no, I'm nowhere close You're to you. You're part of the world now. You're part of the world. Right? <laughs> I'm part of the universe. <laughs> I've I've watched performers like you, you know, at least for, I mean, for the longest time, I've always like admired like the confidence that comes with putting on all that makeup and 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 costumes. When other people think it's not cool, we just do our uh, thing, and uh, I'm I'm constantly humbled by like you know what people like you do. So thank you so much for doing this. Would you say being in drag adds to the experience of singing or are they separate for you? So in other words, would you sing and move the same way if you were not in drag? I started singing when I was three years old. So this is my first talent that I considered as a helpful tool for me. And I just discovered that I can do drag since 2011. I, I'm doing both of my art and both of my talent and sharing this to the people. And I am very, very lucky and grateful that I, 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 I got a chance every day or every night to, to, to see these people very happy and entertained. Yeah. Were you always like waiting for a show like this? Because I know Drag Race was going on for a while and, and most of the time you lip sync, right? So it was like, oh, do I do American Idol? Or do I do Drag Race? Like, which one? And then this is like a combination of both worlds. Were you always waiting for that? I have this mindset since when I was a child that I want, I I have a dream, a big dream that I always wanted to perform internationally before we we discovered the Drag Race. They call it Gaya Gaya. And my auntie is also a drag queen. She is a she. She's a a very um, beautiful transgender woman. She she is also a drag queen. She introduces me here. So I get in love. And, you know, I think this is going to be the world that I wanted to be. 
I think you mentioned on the show you started performing when you were three, and then if I'm not wrong, you came out on was it on TV when you were thirteen? So everything happened so young for you. I don't know, like what what was it like stepping into the limelight so early on in 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 your life, and and not just that, but being like you know a queer performer at that in Manila. My par- my parents are always very supportive. That's why I I think that I am very fearless because I know that my fa- my my family and my parents are very supportive on what I do, especially when my, my you know my personality and my gender. Most of my aunties are entertainer, so I got their blood. I think it's in my blood and it's in my genes. <laughs> That you know, I was born to be an entertainer. That's why I, uh, I, I started that young age. You were born this way, Maxi. Yes. I was born this way. I, I can do my makeup if I can't born this way. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you are living your dream. We are watching in real time, weekly, with a new episode. Uh, how that journey is going, and and and. What would you say to someone who has that same dream like you, but is so intimidated because they think, "Oh, drag must be very expensive," or "Drag must be," um, I have to do a death drop and a split, and I have to, you know, I have to, I have to be super physical all the time, you know, like, because uh, drag race is like constant, evol- constantly evolving, right? So, what if they feel intimidated to even try? Beginning is always the hardest. If you will never try anything, you will never discover it. We have different ways to perform on stage. We have different mind, you know. We have different ideas. Your drag is a powerful weapon. If you if you are in makeup, you are you you will you will feel different. You know, you will feel different. You will never feel that. You you will never feel the problem that you're dealing in everyday life. It's it's just like a magic. So imagine that. So help yourself and trust yourself. There you go. It's your choice, right? And on on the opposite end of things, the art of drag has been under attack lately in the U.S. around the world. Actually, um, why why does the world need drag queens? We do this for love, you know. We do this for love. This is our dream. This is we are living our dream, full of love, and in, in this magical world. If you're not seeing drag queens and you're saying a lot of things, bad things from them, watch them first before you judge, you know? You can judge that book, but it's cover, they say. It's a beautiful cover, I must say. Beautiful, um, stunning. So what I... Would... <laughs> yeah. You are that book I knew you were. I would pick you up in an instant. <laughs> okay, this that was it came out wrong, but... I mean, I, you a book I would read is what I'm saying, right? Um, <laughs> so if people don't want to read you, then that's their loss. You know, the moment I heard that, okay, there's going to be a Filipino queen on Queen of the Universe, I was like, yes. Because all of us here in Asia, in Singapore, we wish we could sing as well as Filipinos. I have to ask you, why is it all Filipinos can sing? You know, it's in our culture. We love singing. We love expressing our talent. We don't have that fear to show the people what we've got. And I'm so very, very proud to represent that culture. You should be so proud. And and like I, I just watched um the first couple of episodes. Not gonna spoil anything for anyone. When when you joined the show, like did you already know who season two's judges were gonna be? And who are you most excited to meet? I don't know that Melby is there. Even even my 
Michael Queens. I don't know that. I don't have any idea who who's my competition is. You know, I just let myself be on the airplane and thinking about myself. What is gonna be? What's gonna happen? Just enjoy it. You know, I'm always focusing on myself. You will see my authentic reaction when I saw them, because <laughs> I just see that I just saw them for the first time. So you didn't know that Mel B was gonna be there. I don't know. I don't oh. have any idea at all. Wow! Uh, actually, we we had Mel C on our show on our <laughs> podcast. So now, now we have another degree of someone who's hung out with another Spice Girl. Um, well, I like that you are focusing on yourself. That way, everything that happens becomes a little surprise, right? Everything mm-hmm. becomes a blessing. Uh, and say you do win the top prize, how would you spend that cash? Of course, I will give the fifty percent for my family and fifty percent for myself because you know yeah, I joined here and I I'm working. I am the breadwinner of the family, by the way. So I'm doing this for them. I want to give them a good life, finish their education, you know, have their diploma, especially my my siblings. I want them to finish their studying, get that course that they wanted, you know, get that career that they really dream of. It's payback time for my parents for their sacrifices and their, you know, sharing the love for me. Everyone in Asia in general, like Asians, were very united, right? So we see an Asian queen, and we're like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna like focus on her. We're gonna root for her. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, when I when I realized and when I found out that I'm the only Asian that I'll be joining Queen of the Universe, I was so pressured. But I'm, but that at the same time, I am very proud because you know I think I am representing the right culture and the right country. And I'm very, very happy and um, you know excited to 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 get that the reactions, and you know meet a lot of Asian fans. You know, Michelle Visage was asked at the start of the show, right? Like, what's she looking up for? And she was like, "Great drag and great singing." And I feel like, uh, I mean, this is just my humble opinion, but you embody both of that, and I'm so proud that you know, um, I'm so happy for you that that you're you. I, I, I hope that you're proud too. Do you go for karaoke a lot? Yes, Filipino people is in our culture that we have this, you know, video okay or karaoke set up. Even if the even if it is the cheapest one or the more most except uh, expensive one, you should have a karaoke set up in your home. When we are sad, we sing. When we are happy, we sing, and we. Even if we don't have that emotions coming, we sing. So, <laughs> singing is in the blood and it's in the culture of the Filipino. That's our habit. So, what are your favorite songs to sing uh, at uh, at karaoke? Beyonce song because she's a celebration for me. Period. Have Period. you have you met Beyonce or seen her perform? Not yet, but you know it's in my bucket list. But someday I will see her or meet her or maybe hug her, or just close enough to her. But somebody please help me to get to her, please. <laughs> Beyonce, the SG boys will help you. Okay, Beyonce, Beyonce, if you're listening, please, Maxi wants to meet you. if you're listening, you know, the ticket is so expensive, I can't even afford it. <laughs> she may come, she may come. She hasn't announced the Asia tours yet, so. Yeah, you know. I, I think, I, I hope she come to the Philippines. By the time this podcast airs, 
um, Queen of the Universe would have already premiered, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What was, like, your favourite part of the show? Um, I mean, without giving away, without spoiling anything for anyone, obviously. But... You know, my, 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 oh, my all-time favourite is when I always go to the studio. Because it's just, it feels like, you know, I'm sleeping and I'm dreaming. That feeling and experience is so magical for me. And I always, you know, I always have that in my memory. That is very special. I have a really random question. I've always been curious to know. What kind of food do they serve you on these competition shows? Like, is it good food? Like, do you get like to decide anything you want to eat and then they go out and buy it for you? You can choose whatever food you like. But, you know, the food in the UK, in the London, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) I think you just did. (laughs) They need to season their food. Oh my goodness. You can try and let's have a talk. (laughs) I mean, you have to fly away from home and everything. What do you miss most about home, right? I mean, the first episode... The theme was no place like home, right? I miss the noisy, the noisy people, you know? People is people here is very noisy. Everybody's gossiping to each other. And so I really miss that. London is very chill, very, you know, very classy, movie-like, fantasy. Here is, you know, you, you will feel like you're in the Fast and the Furious every day. It's an action movie. But I really... Um, heard that uh, Filipino is not coming in London. I have no fans. I'm, I really, really miss my Filipino fans because you know Filipino fans is wild. Yeah, they are wild. Yeah. Uh, well, Maxi, we want to thank you for spending some time with us. What time is it now? Nine thirty p.m. Okay. So- okay. Okay. Well, we want to thank you for for spending time with us and we hope that you know when you do a tour which you absolutely will and you have to come to Singapore hit up the SG boys we will take you for karaoke and food you will please you- please I also wanted to drink with you guys Oh absolutely oh my god what do you think this is girl like <laughs> Yes, karaoke night while we're drinking is fun Yeah actually what, Sam Joe what does is your, what violent is yeah. Sorry Samjo does violent karaoke. That's why he calls it violent karaoke. Like, oh was- God! <laughs> I need to. I need to. I always like get up and like woo, and you know, get up on the couch, have my Tom Cruise moment. Feel like you're Britney Spears every time you have that uh, alcohol. You know. Yeah, it's, I was. I was spinning around while you're singing. So it's better be have. You better have the alcohol. It will happen. Let's take a photo together, everyone. All right. Okay, one. I wasn't prepared. Wait, what? Okay. Photo one, two, three. Give me fabulous. Give me fabulous. Okay. One, two, three. Maxi, you're amazing. Thank you. All the best. All the best. And stay in touch. Thank you so much. So that was our interview that we did with Maxi Anderson from season two of Queen of the Universe. You can stream the entire season and season one on WoW Presents. Come back, please. When do you when are you back? I'm back next week. Um, I don't know where that leaves us in terms of like when this episode comes out, but um, I'm back first week of July. Um, sadly, <laughs> you miss Asian food. Back to the we oh we have very good food here, right? Sean Roy. Yeah. 
yes ma'am no there is like okay toronto is like super international a lot of like um food from all around the world like, i love panda we express have... no that is that is the u.s i love like no orange panda chicken like... i know like general souls chicken and all that yeah, yeah fake chinese so good you know why msg i tell you that's when your, all your hair is gonna drop out like not that you have to worry about that because you're a hairstyle um <laughs> My friends took me to try the best falafel I ever had. I've been kidding. Like, Lebanese falafel. Ooh. Uh, at Mystic Muffin. And, like, you know, there was very good uh, Vietnamese food also at Soviet. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just giving everyone, like, a free shout-out right here. And, I mean, when in doubt, when in doubt, when, when you're hungry in Canada, there's always Tim Hortons. You know. Coffee. It's not really a here. It's about Tim Hortons. Of course, I miss home and like, you know, I already FOMO'd over Pink Dot Weekend and I miss all of y'all. I miss all my friends and my family and I'm jealous. I see you've been hanging out with Rachel and Kennedy without me. So I definitely have to come back and sort that out. Consider coming to Canada. I don't know. Definitely need a guide. So you may have to come along. No, I can introduce you to Roy and Sean who are right here and like, you know. Oh hey! I know Roy. Roy and I go way back. Yeah, yeah. You know each other. I know. I know Joshua. Since we were like teenage, since we were like what nineteen or eighteen. Young, like I think like ten years ago. Do y'all sleep together? No. No. Do we? No. How about Sean? How about Sean? Do you know Sean as well? Hi. I I don't. Careful. He's driving. Just yeah. I mean, this could be another episode altogether. So, but Roy and Sean moved here, and they are, you know, and they plan to get married and everything. And it's, oh. they, I mean, for better or for worse, they're like an example of a Singapore couple who, you know, moved out, uh, moved away from Singapore because, like, you know, they want to have kids and everything. Um, so basically, yeah, no, but I mean, it's not like they've given up on Singapore, right? <clears throat> you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, bitch, no, but anyway, they have a very interesting story as well, that's what I'm saying, so. Okay. There's some, and there are many others like them as well, yeah, but it's just interesting, like, just observing the way of life here and all that, like, just as an adult. Because the last time I lived overseas, I was a student, right, so my priorities were very different. Okay. Samjo, I love you, I gotta go, I have a date outside. I knew it! I knew it! So who is he? Bye! Who is he? Oh my god, you're not cutting me off. How do I stop recording? I'm Joshua Simon. I'm Sam Joe. And we are the SG Boys. That little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. The beliefs, views, and opinions expressed on this podcast are attributable to its hosts only and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, organization, company, or individual.